0: to
1: me
2: Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com
1: Come back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCullough.
2: Thank you, Dick Warren. And uh, we are delighted to be continuing our conversation with an old friend of ours, an old guest of ours. From back in the day, John G. Miller, whose uh, work is just as current as ever, his uh, work most of it can be found on QBQ.com. The QBQ is the question behind the question, which is also the title of his first book. There have been many. And the, um, most recently, he wrote a parenting book, which we're going to talk about in a moment. But I also want to let you know that you can go to Facebook.com forward slash The QBQ. And find out more if you're a Twitter follower. Follow him on at qbq. Now I'm completely confused. John, is it QBQUY? uy uh,
0: No, just QBQ.com. Oh, on Facebook. Twitter. The QBQ.
2: Right, Twitter, the, QBQ
0: yeah. guy. Guy. QBQ That's guy.
2: A, sorry, there's B-U-Y. a typo.
0: UY Q- I'm a guy B- <laughs> B-
2: Q, guy GUI at Twitter okay so that's at yes. Qbq guy GUI all right sorry about that uh, it, it's hilariously we're talking about personal accountability and then just at the uh, at the break there was a sudden sort of um, musical interlude for us and it was hilarious because right here in the studio we had a moment for personal accountability because you know I thought it was someone else's fault and they suggested that, that perhaps it was operator error what's your huh. what's your advice when there's something Something like that in the workplace. We've all experienced it. We experienced it just here or just now. What's your, what's your, if you could wave your magic wand, what would you have us do sure. in those moments?
0: That actually ties into what Clarice asked about the two myths of accountability, and I covered the one that we think it's a group thing. The other myth is we think accountability is something we hold others to. Mm-hmm. And that's a powerful notion because managers are always trying to hold the people accountable, but really great managers slash coaches are looking in the mirror saying, what can I do to be more effective? How can I improve me? And that's where the parenting book, Raising Accountable Kids, came from. So many parents think, I want my kids to be accountable, but wait a minute, mom, dad, modeling is the most powerful of all teachers. Do they see you blame? Do they see you whine? Do they see you complain? So in the workplace, when the ball is dropped, because of our personal goals, personal agendas, maybe relationship issues, tension, pressures to get the job done, product out the door, sell more, sell more, sell more. The first reaction often is, why did they do that? When will that department do its job right? Whose dumb idea was this? Mm -hmm. That's the first human reaction. And all the QBQ does is it changes and shapes the way we think. I have many, many coaches around America that actually give the QBQ book to their clients because they want the client to be open to coaching, open to changing themselves. And so what QBQ does in the workplace is the minute the ball is dropped and the music comes on that nobody was expecting, instead of asking, who did that? Pause. Chill. Remove the stress and say, well, what what exactly could I have done to have prevented this? How can I discover what happened so it doesn't happen again? It's a way of just stepping back and getting away from the blaming and the finger pointing that pervades our country today and saying, what can I do differently and how can I change me? Nice.
2: Um. Clearly, I didn't do those things, right? Clearly, I did the human yep. being thing where I just said, you know, heads will <laughs> roll and, you know, off with their heads. Um. When we've made that mistake, so in, an, in a perfect world, certainly, we would pause, we would chill, we'd remove the stress, right? And then we'd look and see what could I have done and have that discovery conversation. But once we've already made the mistake, once I've already said, Clarice, this is it, uh. <laughs> or whatever I said, um, what what can we do? Do you, do you recommend we go back and clean that up? Do we just ignore it and hope it goes away? What would you have, what would it, it you have really- to
0: say? It's really amazing how we've complicated life. The two-and-a-half magic words are still I'm sorry. So whether it's a presidential candidate saying I'm sorry or a husband to a wife or a colleague to a colleague or a parent to a child, we teach parents do not expect your teenager to ever apologize if you never do. It all begins with me. See, I can't make someone else be contrite. I can't make someone else show humility. I can't make someone else apologize. But I can rise above the world and say, well, how can I be a better me today? You know what? I blew that. I own it. No excuses. My Nicky hired me about two years ago to speak to 600 franchisees, and when the CEO, Paul Clayton, asked me on the phone, John, what's your message all about? I said, well, about six words. No excuses. I own the result. He said, you're hired. Nice. <laughs> because that, that's what we're looking for in the world is for people to say, I own the result. No excuses. My bad. What can I do to learn from it? I'm sorry. And that works in the workplace and that
2: works at home. Great. I know that you've got a lot of... You know, as I think about this, I'm, of course, thinking about parenting. And as both a parent and someone who has been parented, recognizing exactly what you said, that modeling is so important and we want people to learn this stuff young. I mean, our our political system now is just horrific in the amount of, you know, finger-pointing and, and um, sort of... Broad brushstrokes of making other people the enemy. What when turning your attention to parenting, and I'm thinking to education as well, like early childhood. What what advice do you have for parents? What's the what does the book have us practice as both parents? And then talk about your work with education in
0: school. Well, thank you. We have a an interview right now on on a website called Fatherly.com. Fatherly.com, and it was re, a result of a phone call by the uh, interviewer. To me, but also my, Chris, my daughter Kristen. We have seven kids, ages 34 down to 18. We also have seven grandchildren, so oh seven gosh. and seven makes us a very lucky family. <laughs> and so Kristen has three kids, and she told fatherly.com exactly what she does with her six year old. She's using the words responsibility, she's using the words accountability. She's saying no to the blame thing. If you hit your sister, you can't make excuses. You need to own that action. She tells a funny story about her six-year-old Joshua, our grandson, blaming mom for his winter hat not being in his backpack. They live in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And Kristen said, well, that wasn't my job, so don't blame me. And Joshua says, but if it's true, am I still blaming? (laughs) So she had to straighten him out and say, let's go back to the beginning. Who wants to wear the hat? Who needs the hat? Who needs to put the hat in the backpack in the morning? And Josh said, I do. So you can work with young children and begin to teach them personal accountability. It isn't fancy. It isn't tricky. It's just making sure they're not giving excuses, blaming others, and not taking personal accountability for their actions. That's what we want. But, again, mom and dad, it begins with us. We must model it in the home.
1: What do you feel like it takes for a student or a child or... um a person really just to feel like they're outstanding and how would, why is it so critical?
0: Well, in, in my book, outstanding 47 ways to make your organization exceptional. Uh, we talk about 47 different things organizations do, but it really isn't organizations. It's what people do. I mean, people apologize. Yeah, people so. make no excuses. And at the, at the end of the day, and that's a really, that's a big buzz phrase. I know at the end of the day, but at the end <laughs> of any day, if I can say I did these things and I did not do those things, if I did these good things, I did not do those bad things, and a lot of the bad things have to do with blaming and whining and complaining, I can say I did these good things. Here's what I did: to contribute, to make a difference, to help others, to solve problems, then I can feel outstanding. And that is a very good feeling. You know, who wants to go around saying, "You know what? I'm mediocre." No, we want to go around saying, "You know what? I had an outstanding day, and here's what I did to contribute.
1: So it's almost like celebrating the wins and really just kind of taking the silver lining for each thing that kind of comes up. How do you introduce that to people without uh, almost the make wrong factor, right?
0: You mean like making people feel like they're, they're wrong or yeah. Yeah. Well, we have that quote unquote dilemma every day. We sell personal accountability training Mm
1: -hmm. and we're
0: very strong on this one concept. I can only change me. So once in a blue moon, an executive will say, well, If I hire you or license your training program or buy 500 QBQ books, aren't I just trying to change others? Well, that's a gray area. First, we want to model it, but we also want to provide our people with resources so they can improve their lives, and that's exactly what personal responsibility does. So when you hand the QBQ book to somebody, Clarice, you don't say, hey, you need this. You say, you know, I've been reading this. I'm trying to improve. Could you read this now? Could you read this and let me know how I'm doing practicing this material? And, boy, they will
2: take it from you quickly. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So you've got programs for schools. You've got programs or at least a book for parents. Got a, clearly lots of ways that organizations as well as individuals can get to the question behind the question. How's it going? Are there, are there examples where QBQ is really taking, taking hold and transforming organizations, schools, and people?
0: No, we're a dismal failure, and we can't get anything (laughs) accomplished.
2: (laughs) That was a softball question, mister. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh,
0: I mean, we've got clients like Husqvarna who have taken the QBQ training all around the world. They're based in Sweden. They've taken it to Australia. They've taken it to China. They've taken it to Europe. And then we have a school district who brings my daughter, Kristen, and she's she's our other speaker on the team, And, and she'll teach the staff personal accountability. So you know what, teachers, before you blame the parents, Look in, look in the mirror and ask, what can I do to be a more effective teacher? And we tell parents, before you blame the schools, look in the mirror and say, how can I become a better mom or dad? Personal accountability applies absolutely everywhere. There's nobody on this planet who couldn't use it, including me.
2: Beautiful. We're, well, our time has flown by. We appreciate your work and your being with us so much. have got about 30 seconds left. How about a parting thought or parting shot for uh, our twenty or 25,000 listeners?
0: Let's call it a parting thought. I think that's a little more positive. All right. Stop trying to fix others. Look around in your life and decide who frustrates you so much that you've been saying, if only they would change, my life would be better. And today, ask the QBQ, what can I do to change me? That brings major joy to our life.
2: Beautiful. That is John G. Miller. The website is QBQ.com. Check out all the books. Definitely go get QBQ, The Question Behind the Question, and of course the, the latest work for parents. Man, I'm going to have that by tomorrow. Uh, thank you, John, for being with us. You can also check it out on Twitter, QBQ Guy, or Facebook, forward slash TheQBQ. When we come back, we'll speak with and catch up with Sandra Pelletier and find out about being a female CEO and a pioneer in women's health care. You're listening to The Coaching Show right here on WSRadio.com, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. If you heard that sound, you probably are eligible for insurance from Navy Mutual, insuring the men and women of the Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dade, had to say. Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. Navy Mutual Aid Association, started by military members in 1879, serves active, reserve, and retired military today. Navy Mutual honors our military by providing them affordable life insurance. With the features they need, without fine print, sales fees, or military service restrictions, value, integrity, trust, and stability are the cornerstones in which our commitment to you and your loved ones are built. Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine & Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect.
1: Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice,